Welcome, and thank you for stopping by Biker Church, Wiley, Texas. Let's go on in and see what J.R. Franklin has to teach us today. Good evening, everybody. Good to see all of you. It's good to be in the house of the Lord again, isn't it? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word tonight. Thank you for this time we have to come together in your house. We ask that you bless the reading of the word tonight and that you watch over us. Open our ears that we may hear and that we may learn and see what the word of God has for us. And that we may utilize everything we've been taught and everything we learn. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew. All right, now y'all can sit down. I'm going to go to Psalms 31. Tell me when you get there. says in in your in you O lord i put my trust let me never be ashamed deliver me in your righteousness bow down your ear to me deliver me speedily be my rock be my refuge a fortress of defense to save me for you are my rock and my fortress therefore your name therefore for your name's sake Lead me and guide me. Pull me out of, out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God, of truth. He's asking God for something here, isn't he? He's asking God to do what God does. God redeems us. God fortifies us. He defends us. Even when the enemy is coming against us and he's built fortresses and traps for us, if we trust in God the way we're supposed to, are we safe? Are we protected? We have that guarantee in our life because of our relationship with Christ. So, when we get to that point where we no longer we no longer have to depend on ourselves but we can depend on God i have hated those who regard you i have hated those who regard useless idols but i trust in the lord i will be glad and rejoice in his mercy for you have considered my trouble you have known my soul in advisories. Do you know what that means? you really know what that means? He has looked at you. He has saw your despair. He has saw the abauchery that's in your life. He's seen everything about you. But he still loves you. He still cares about your well-being. And he's there for you even when you don't think he is. Even when you feel like, why has God turned his back on me? He really hasn't turned his back on you. 
He hasn't thrown you out to the, like they used to say, with the dishwater. He hasn't thrown you out like the baby in the bathtub, okay? He's kept you under his wing even though you don't see it. We look at life sometimes and we see everything that's going on around us and we have a fear of what's happening. And we get worried and we get scared and we get, what's all the other emotions that we get? Angry? Anxious? All those things. But it says, I will be glad and rejoice in His mercy. Isn't it great that God has mercy on us? You know, we... We all have a past. We've all done things in our past that we're, not, that we're ashamed of. But through God's mercy and his love for us, he brought us peace. Did that come in the flesh? When we were still living in the flesh, did we have that peace? Did we have that understanding of who he is? Or let me ask you this. Did you even see his mercy for his mercy when you were lost? It's through our relationship that we find out who he really is. How much we depend on him also is based on our relationship. And have not shut me up into the hand of my enemies. You have set my feet on a wide place. What's that mean? He's given us some wiggle room. He's given us plenty of ground to stand on. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eyes waste away with grief. Yes, my soul and my body, for my life is spent with grief. And my years with sighing, my strength fails because of my in in inadequacies. And my bones waste away. I am a reproach, reproach, reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. And I, and I'm, and am impulsive to my acquaintances, to those who seek me outside. Flee from me. What's he talking about there? Is he talking about good-willed neighbors that lift me up and pat me on the back and tell me what a great person I am? No, he's talking about the people we come, real people we come in contact with that has something bad to say about us or they don't like us for some reason and they're trying to destroy us or trying to ridicule us for our beliefs. And what's he tell us to do? He tells us to stand fast, to stand up for what we believe in. We can't turn away because things get bad. I am, I am forgotten like a dead man out of my mind, out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side, while they take counsel toward again, together against me. They scam to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. 
Many times are you in your hands deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Don't let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. He gave us an answer, didn't he? When we're grease-stucking and we're beaten down and we feel like we're losing the battle, who do we need to call on? We need to call on our God, our Lord and Savior, the person that can heal us and help us. What does he do when he finds us in that situation where we're down and out and we're being persecuted by everybody and we're being ridiculed by people? What's God really do for us? You can answer that for yourself because it's simple. It's really simple. He reminds us of not only who he is, but who we are. Let his face shine on you. Does God shine on your enemies? Not necessarily. But he will shine on you, won't he? He will bring a light to your life where you can see out that dark tunnel, there's always a light at the end of it if you look for God. Because he is the light. And he shows us how to recover from human side of life. Our humanity of us, we want to be accepted by everybody. We want, to be, we want everybody to like us. We want everybody to smile at us when we go by. And we don't want anybody mad, right? The reality is, this world, in this world we live in, you're going to run into stuff like that. You're going to run into bad neighbors. You're going to run into bad people. You're going to run into bad attitudes. Even from Christian people sometimes, we run into bad attitudes, don't we? We get, we get to a point where we don't understand what God says when he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Sometimes I look at some people and I say, do you really love yourself that little? But yes, there are people out there that do. They strive on drama. They strive on debauchery. They, they strive on gossip. They strive to make other people's lives miserable. Am I right? And what do we do in that case? How do we handle it? Do we turn our backs on them and walk away? You got to pray about it. You got to turn it over to God and let God lead your path to where you need to go. One of the things that's been going on in the last since last Saturday night, there's been a lot of blame over Caleb's death. Everybody pointing fingers at everybody else, saying it's your fault. It's your fault. You should have done this. You could have done this better. Can I tell you something? That young man lost his life tragically. It was a tragic thing to watch. It was bad to see. But you know what I got my peace from? When I looked at his life. I don't know Caleb's birthday. I don't know what day he was born. I don't know what year he was born. I know what day he died. But there's a thing that's in his obituary and in everything that we have on him. There's his birth date and there's the end date. But there's something else in there that gives me peace. His dash. I read his, 
I went on his Facebook page and I read some of the stuff that's out there. He talks about his relationship with God. He has prayers all over his car. His mono, his thing that he lived by was Deuteronomy 36, 31.6. He put that on his deal. On his race car page where his background picture is, it says, Dear Lord, watch over us tonight as we race. From, check, from green flag to checker flag, keep us safe. That tells me something about that young man. He had a relationship with God. And when he walked out of this life, he immediately walked into the gates of heaven. That brings me peace. Although I watched his tragic death, I knew he was going to heaven. How, do, how does that, can that make you feel good about it? Should it make you feel better about it if you know the person that's dying is going to heaven? That's the hope we all have, isn't it? And God's grace and God's mercy is on us. There was about 100 people out there last night when they first got there. They were walking with their heads down and walking kind of, oh, I don't really want to be here for this. This is not what I need to hear, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the night, there was actual laughter in the stands. There was, there was people who had peace. Did the peace come from me? No. The peace came from the Word of God being out there for them to hear. When we searched out and reached out to God, He brought comfort to us. And that's what Psalms 32 is talking about. Yes, we're going to face adversity. Yes, we're going to have people that plot against us. Yes, we're going to walk into traps that aren't very well set. But those traps and that adversity cannot and will not keep God down. God's going to show up. And you know what's cool when God shows up? He shows off. God likes to show off. He likes to show us how much we mean to him. He likes to show us that he is still the creator of all things. We just got to learn to trust that. And it's hard for us, isn't it? I've lost my place again. Where was I? I was like in the middle, yeah. Uh, let me see. By the word of God. No, nope. I was like, he loves righteousness and justice in the earth. It's filled with his goodness of the Lord. That's verse 5. By the word of the Lord, the heavens are made, and all the host of them may be. Am I in the right place? No, I'm not. Ay, ay, ay. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in their grave. That's where I'm at. Let the lying lips be put to sh silence, which speak insults, things proudly in comp, 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 yeah, contemporary against the righteous. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of your son of man 
you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. From the plots of men, you shall keep them strictly in pavilion from the strife and tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his magnificent, miraculous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard my voice and supplications when I cried out to you. O oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserves the faithful and the fully and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless the reading of the word tonight. Let it be brought to us in a way that we understand it. In Jesus' name, amen. The last verses of that tells us what to do, doesn't it? It tells us to depend on God. Praise his name, even when we don't feel like it. Even when we don't think we need to. Even when we think he's, he's not listening. What's it say? He's always listening to us. He hears our voices when we cry out. I go back and I think about Scripture in the Bible in the Old Testament when Cain killed Abel. What did he say? He said, where's your brother? I'm not my brother's keeper. His blood cried out to God. He heard his blood crying out. So he's going to hear us no matter what, right? No matter what comes against us, he's still going to hear our pleas. And what's really great about my God and my Savior is that when I humble myself and cry out to him, he's always there to pick me up. Is it that way for you tonight? Do you have that same thing going on in your life? where you know that you know. And if you don't know that you know, we need to work on that a little bit. We need to get you there because without God in your life, there can be no joy. There can be no happiness. Oh, you may rent it for a couple of hours, but true joy and true happiness comes from God. And if you don't already have it, Tonight would be a great night to tap into it. Tonight would be a perfect time for you to say, man, I'm tired of living under this. I'm tired of being persecuted by people. I'm tired of being judged by others. I'm tired of not having a God to talk to because it's easy to fix. All you got to do is ask Jesus into your life. Just ask him. Say, God, I'm a sinner. I have done wrong and I haven't lived for you the way I should. But I'm asking you right now to come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Take away my, in, my indiscretions. And I will dedicate my life to serving you for the rest of my life. If you pray a prayer similar to that or something along those lines, you've done two things. You admitted you're a sinner and you admitted you needed a savior. That's all God asks you to do. And Jesus will forgive you immediately. 
He will cleanse your heart of all those sins immediately. You will become a new creation in God. The word is you become born again. And if you're born again, you're no longer the person you were when you ask him into your life. Because you're not the same character anymore. You don't have that that spirit of sin in you any longer. Because God takes away that spirit of sin and gives you a new spirit of righteousness. And it's through His righteousness that you become righteous. So, there's no reason for you to continue walking in sin. You've heard the story. You've been given the opportunity to ask God into your life. It's up to you whether you accept it or not. I can't pray the prayer for you. I can't touch you with a magic finger and you become saved. I can't even forgive you of your sins, really. God can. Because of His Son, Jesus Christ. And you've got to come to that realization. If you don't have Christ in your life, you need Him. Oh, J.R., I gave my life to God many years ago. I, I did all that. I, I went to God and I prayed about it and I gave my sins to Him. And I didn't feel nothing. I didn't change anything. Nothing's changed in my life. Can I tell you something that might make you mad? Maybe you didn't really mean it in here when you asked Him. You may have had it up here, but you didn't ask Him with this. And you weren't willing to sacrifice your flesh. He said, we have to die of our flesh in order to be born again. There is a challenge to it, isn't there? So if you're in that category and you've never given Christ that opportunity, tonight would be a perfect time for you to do that. Right now would be a great time to do that. No matter where you're at in this world that you're listening to us on radio, television, or even in this room, if you need Jesus in your life tonight, right now is the time to ask Him. I'm going to have you bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to pray. And while I'm praying, you listen to what the Holy Spirit's telling you what to do. If He tells you to get saved, get saved. If He tells you to rededicate your life, rededicate your life. If He tells you to become more obedient to the Word of God, do that too. If he's telling you all three of those things, definitely get up and do something. Here we go. Y'all ready? Dear Heavenly Father God, I ask that you come into this place, into this world that we're in. Anyone hearing my words tonight that's been touched by the Holy Spirit for whatever reason, for salvation, rededication, just to be encouraged. Father, I ask that you allow the Holy Spirit to do his work in their lives. I ask that they allow the Holy Spirit to enter them. Your Word said that they, that faith comes from hearing the Word and that they're drawn by the Holy Spirit to accept Christ. I'm asking you tonight, make that happen. And people all over the United States, all over the world, wherever they're hearing it at, that it happens immediately, right now. And Father, I ask that you just continue to bless this little church out here in Wiley, Texas. 
and you make it a strong hold for you as we strive to grow the kingdom of God. Anoint us that we have great opportunities and great opportunities to serve you. Just continue to bless us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, we usually cut the film off about right now, but I'm going to tell Andy to leave it going for a minute. Because I got something I want to say to people out there. I know that it's not as personal as if you're in the room. Like, me and Charlotte can reach out and touch each other's hands, can't we? We can talk to each other. Out there where you are, you don't have that personal relationship with me. But I want to give you an opportunity to get right with God anyway. Get right with God. And the way you can do that is you can simply pray those prayers I told you about. Or you can come on the internet with us. You can come on the radio stations with us. Annie has a wonderful website set up for us. There's tons of ways that you can get a hold of me. My phone number is out there on every everything. It's right there in the corner of your screen right now, I think. 214-283-0620. If you're in a place tonight that you need to talk to me personally, I'll pray with you. I'll ask God into your life for you. But you have to surrender yourself. WOTG Network is out there. If you can't get a hold of me, get a hold of them. They're out there. Y'all got it connected already. Just hit on there where it says comment. Comment. Put it out there in your comments. Because one thing the Bible says, if you deny me before man, I will deny you before my father. Put it out on the internet. It's pretty much confessing it, I think. God knows there's enough corruption out there. We need to see some good stuff. So I'm asking you, please, dedicate your life to God tonight, tomorrow morning, whenever you see this video. Come to Christ. And then if you live a long ways from Wiley, Texas, and you can't get here, I know there's a church in your area somewhere that has a pastor that's not afraid to tell you the truth about the Bible. Seek him out. Find him. Tell him where you're at. Tell him what you need. They'll come to you. Guys, girls, everybody, God loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son that none should perish. That's you. No matter what you've done, where you've been, God is still waiting. God bless you, and good night. Thank you for joining us today. If you have prayer requests or need to contact us, please email us at bikerchurchwileytexas at gmail.com or call 214-283-0620. Please send all written correspondence to 303 Highway 78, Suite 103, Wiley, Texas 75098. And if you wish to make a donation, please make all checks payable to PSMM. God bless you and have a great day.